0: Welcome back to the Sleeping Situation Podcast. I'm Ivy.
1: My feet are cold.
0: What's your name?
1: My feet are cold. Feet, feet. Why does it feel like fall? Is it like cool outside? Yeah. I haven't been outside today. Who are you? I'm the ghost of Christmas presents. My name's Matt.
0: If you keep up this behavior, you will get no Christmas presents. That's fine. Santa Claus doesn't appreciate sarcastic little beans like you.
1: That's fine. I don't need anything.
0: <clears throat> uh, what's going on?
1: Um, most notably, and most importantly, the Low Siders album is now available.
0: In the future, but not in No, it's in available right now.
1: It's... it's not like,
0: in our Christmas present. You can listen to it right now. Time is a scary, scary thing. No, it's, it's on Spotify. Now. Like, right now? Right now. Like, for you and me? Right now. Or, like, in the future? Right when people now. Hear this? I'm afraid...
1: Uh, it's called Can't Stop the World from Spinning, and it is our first full-length release, and you should listen to it. Uh, it took us forever uh, to do it, and now it's done.
0: And after tonight, you're never allowed to play any of those songs again.
1: I really don't want to. <clears throat> In fact, when he like, wrote out the set list, I was like, oh, we gotta do it. But
0: want. it's the last one.
1: And I told him, like, I don't want to play this song, and then Nate got mad at me. And so now we're playing that song. Uh, but I won't tell you which song it is. Um, but the album release show is tonight. This is going to have to be a short podcast, because I got, I got places to go and things to do.
0: What else is going on? Anything?
1: Uh, not, not terribly. Um, we got the first uh, the test pressings for the vinyl, which is exciting. Cool. Um, I got a part to fix my Wawa pedal, which is exciting. Cool. Um, Disney is doing an Obi-Wan Kenobi show, and I am internally screaming.
0: Uh, and a Lizzie McGuire's coming back.
1: And a Lizzie McGuire show.
0: With Hilary Duff.
1: Yes. That's also exciting. Um, I ordered some band stickers. That's cool. Uh, The lettering is not entirely directly in the middle, and that's really frustrating to me. I thought it was, and then I looked at it again, and I'm like, that looks not right. And now I'm angry, and it's too late.
0: Oh, well. Probably nobody will ever notice but you.
1: No, probably everybody will notice.
0: Well, I don't know what to tell you, then. Um, It'll just be your thing.
1: I got some more gigs coming up, but I forgot to write them down. Um, I know for sure... You'll be out
0: of place until a time.
1: Yep. I'm doing a double-duty gig... Uh, September 20th at the matinee. Low-siders with hollow rogues and the buffalo riders.
0: Oh, no. That's, you're always crazy when that happens.
1: How often does that really happen, though? Like, twice a week. What least. do you mean I'm always crazy?
0: Because you've got to play so much, and then you're like, I'm so tired. <laughs> just like that.
1: That's about all that's going on, I suppose. I feel like I've done nothing, just all week.
0: Same. It's been a nothing week of stupidness. It
1: feels like fall, and I want to wear a flannel shirt now.
0: And eat a sloppy joe. That's what you told me. eat a sloppy joe. Feels like we should be going to a football game and I should eat a sloppy joe, is what you told me like a week ago. It's,
1: this is exciting to me.
0: I mean, I'm excited. I'm ready.
1: For the two weeks of fall that we get.
0: Yeah, but that won't be for another month and a half, though. It's gonna go back up to like 80 and say there all September. Of you course. know how this happens.
1: Of course. What's going on with you this week?
0: Really nothing. Uh, I've been a whole What did we
1: do all week?
0: Nothing. (laughs) I don't even know. I haven't felt very good lately. Um, But I've been working on edits on my book. My book. Uh, I'm getting close. It's almost a done draft that maybe I could let someone read. It's very close to that.
1: Ivy won't even let me look at it.
0: No, I'm embarrassed.
1: Like I'll be on the other side of the room, and she's like, "Don't look at it." And it's I like, shut my laptop. <laughs> she does every time. Like, I can't
0: write if you're watching me because like you're going to
1: absolutely me. see that far.
0: Because I'm going to write something that I'm like, "Ooh, this sounds really poetic," and and then I read it back, and I'm like, "He do'd the thing," and I'm like, "Oh my god!" I mean, I, I, why,
1: I mean that's why. I mean that's why. Like, I usually only play guitar when you're in the other room because I feel all self-conscious.
0: Like your brain just spits it out. And you're like, wow, this is great. And then you read it back later, and it's like, he madly punched the wall like a madman because he was <laughs> mad. And it's like, oh my god, what was I thinking? I've also been doing some drawings on my laptop. I've been, felt like, uh, have been feeling like just messing around with my little drawing app, doing some doodles. I did some cute little adventure times because I get hyper-fixated on things, and that's what I felt like drawing. But that's fun. Um... I did one of those things where I had, like, half a book left, and I was like, oh, I'll lay down and read some, and then stayed awake until I finished it. But that's a good thing. And uh, had a short day of work yesterday. Went to the doctors in the morning, so I was already taking a half day, then went to work, and everybody uh, left at 3 o'clock. And they took us to a brewery that's, uh, in, you know, sort of down, not really downtown, but I don't know no. what you call that. Akron. Goodyear
1: good Year Heights? Good
0: Year Heights, yeah. Uh, part of Akron where the Goodyear building is slash was i don't think it is anymore but it used to be i mean it's still used to be like the corporate office but but it's not anymore uh, or something
1: i don't think so uh
0: well they're leasing out like some of the spaces on the bottom and somebody that used to work for my company that i didn't know but that you know my bosses used to employ uh opened a brewery so they took us there i don't know if it was the grand opening but it is like very new Mm -hmm. so uh i don't drink beer so i didn't have any but it was a neat place it's a cool space, and they have, like, murals painted on the wall and stuff. Their colors are, like, navy and, like, teal. So it's pretty. mm mm-hmm. uh, So I had a very short Friday. I worked for two hours. Can't beat that every once in a while. And that's all. So I think, if that's it, uh, you want to move on to everyone's favorite segment? Sure. It's uh, Things of the Week.
1: Things of the Week.
0: Bop. A different inflection to keep you on your toes. What you got for us?
1: I only got a few. Um, I have not consumed any new media this week. Any new music, I should say. Um, I've... You only
0: watched, like, 11 movies and stayed up until, like, 3 a.m. the next day.
1: That's not true. Uh, what I did do was watch two very long movies. (laughs) Uh, um, I had seen there's... Well, here's a bonus one. Um... There is a Facebook page called Screenwriter, I think. I think. It used to be script to screen, and then they changed it. Mm. But it's basically, uh, they'll show part of a movie and have the script scrolling beneath it.
0: Oh, I've seen them do that for, like, Spongebob, like, on the Spongebob Instagram. They must be copying it.
1: Yeah. Um, But it's really neat. And they, they put up a lot of, like, iconic movie scenes. And they uh, they put up the uh, few good men you can't handle the truth scene, and I'm like I've seen that scene so many times and I've never seen that movie, and so I watched that movie and it was great. Um, I I like a, a a courtroom movie where there people are arguing and there's facts and theories and. Uh, any sort of old, like, noir movie, like a Who It. I love that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched A Few Good Men, and I was like, that was great, I want to watch more courtroom movies, and then I made the mistake of watching another courtroom movie.
0: Directly after?
1: Directly after. Um, and that was Anatomy of a Murder, Mur- Anatomy of a Murder, yes, not Murderer, which I have mm-hmm. been saying wrong all week. Um. Which is an old movie from the 50s starring uh, Jimmy Stewart, and I love Jimmy Stewart, and the movie was great.
0: Did he do a filibuster in this one?
1: He did not.
0: Well, what is the point of a Jimmy Stewart movie if he doesn't do a filibuster?
1: I, I don't know. What is the no.
0: entire point? But Remember that part in uh, um, the Christmas movie? Yeah. Uh, what's it called? That he's in. A Wonderful Life. Yeah, uh, where he does a Christmas filibuster. You remember that famous scene where he like tells the Jesus Christmas story as a filibuster in that movie? Remember? <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's a joke.
1: I, I was I can't it's tell if you're making a joke or I'm just forgetting part of the movie that's like very speechy and filibustery.
0: No, it does not exist. It's a joke. Okay. I'm sorry. You just go ahead.
1: I I want to show you this movie because it's so good, but I feel like you're going to hate it.
0: How long is it?
1: I don't feel that I should disclose that. I don't want to watch it.
0: It's going to be 3 hours long and I can't. It's
1: not quite 3 hours long. <sighs>
0: There's no reason for an, a movie to be longer than... What did I say? It's 90... You get 90 minutes or you get exactly as long as the 2005 Pride and Prejudice, is, which is like one hour and something minutes. That's... Er, so I forget. I can't remember off the top of my head. Now I'm messing it all up. i saw, ruined the podcast. I
1: saw that Fathom Events is doing Lawrence of Arabia. Ooh. And I was like, oh, I want to go to that. <laughs> and then, of course, it's all like... They're doing one Sunday and one Wednesday. Oh. And it's like both times I'm working. So I was like, great. But it's like four hours long.
0: They just did uh, My Neighbor Totoro and I thought about it, but mm-hmm. it was like all this weekend. And I'm like, I'm so tired.
1: Yeah. Um, that's about it. I think we should watch both those movies. I think sure. you would like them.
0: Maybe someday.
1: Maybe the same day.
0: Maybe someday. That was my magic conch. Is that it? Yep. Um, My things of the week include, this week, uh, the Jonas Brothers, because I'm seeing them soon, so I gotta listen up. I have to listen to them too much before I go and see them, so I make sure I know all the words. I hate when I go to a concert and I, like, don't know the words to the song. I feel like I'm just standing there like, I'm a fake, I'm a fraud, everyone knows. A phony. A big, fat phony. Um... Also, I've been, like, slightly into some Twitch streams. It's, like, a thing I never thought I would be that interested in, but depending on, like, who is doing the stream, it can be interesting. Um, but uh, two of the folks from Drawfy have a video game stream that has nothing to do with drawing. They just are funny people and play video games. So uh, it's called Secret Sleepover Society. And if you like funny people playing, like... Most of the time, they pick sort of, like sort of offbeat video games they do like a lot of indie games that like you've never heard of sometimes but they'll pick like really cute ones or they'll pick like sort of weird ones they don't just do like you know Fortnite or like really popular mm-hmm. games so i think that's really cool so the, like i've seen games on there that i'm like oh i kind of want to like play that now they did like the whole game with the raccoons mm-hmm. there's like other ones like that there's a new game that's coming out in like two years that they got like a demo for that's like has a kickstarter and mm-hmm. then i'm like this looks so cool, and they only did the demo, so, like, I didn't see the whole game or anything. Right. And it hasn't come out for, like, two years, and I'm like, I'm so excited now, and I want this game. It's called Chicory, and it's, like, an indie game, and you play as this little dog, and basically, in the world that it is, is everything is black and white, but there's one, like, paintbrush wielder that has to color the world, and there's been, like, you know, ones that came before the current one, mm-hmm. but then the current one disappears, and you're, like, the janitor that cleans their building, And you pick up the paintbrush, so then it's your job to, like, repaint the world. And, like, you fight with the paintbrush, which doesn't make any sense. But it's, like, it's hard to explain unless you see it. But, like, coloring things in makes things happen, basically. So, like, to get through this area, you have to, like, paint these so that they pop up. Or you have to take the paint off so that they go down and you can get through. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Um, So that's cool. Also, peppermint tea, uh, because they can't live without it. Also, TJ Maxx, because I've gotten some clothes and some fun stationary bits from there lately. And also, uh, a gift I got for my birthday I wanted to mention. Uh, my friends got me a planner and some stickers from a brand called Rad and Happy that my friend Miley's cousin actually owns, and she's like an illustrator, but she puts out all these cool, like, notebooks and coloring books and planners and stuff, and I really like her, like, illustration style, and I haven't started using the planner yet, but I'm very much looking forward to it. It's like one of those blank kind that you can fill in, like, whatever dates that you want, so you can start it whenever. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited, so that's cool. Things of the week. Bop. Neat. <coughs> we're both dying a little, bit. my throat's
1: feeling a little scratchy today. Uh,
0: so now what are we doing? Why don't you tell the people?
1: Uh, I think we're going to do a review. Uh, and As
0: I, is tradition.
1: And I think uh, this week we are going to review... The, uh, the movie, uh, which the entire name escapes me. Um, that's what I told Ivy. I don't know if I actually know the correct title of this movie.
0: If only there was a way to find out. If
1: only there was a way for me to look on the internet right now.
0: It's one of your favorite movies that you probably don't know uh, listeners the title to either.
1: Let me you, see. You the listener.
0: I am speaking directly to you. Through the microphone.
1: Uh, the movie is officially called Monty Python and the Holy Grail.
0: Oh. I See, I thought it was longer than that. Yeah. I guess not. Well, uh, that's what we're reviewing. It's from 1975. It's a comedy by the Monty Pythons. I like to say Pythons because that's how they say it. Monty Python. Flying Circus. Yes it's uh so it's a goofy stupid comedy movie about king arthur and his knights of the round table if you've never seen it if you live under a rock some people might uh what what are your overall thoughts
1: um so i said my my opening statement is this is required watching (laughs) like Everyone needs to see this movie at least once. I don't think it's even required that you like it. I just think that you have to watch it. You should see it, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's just one of those movies that should be propped up on a hill somewhere. Uh, Especially as, like, for comedy movies. Yeah. It's just one of those movies.
0: You are correct, sir. Good. Good. Uh I would say that uh it's super deserving of its place on all them lists that are like best comedy movies ever. It's like always top 3 if not top 1 mm-hmm. and it pretty much deserves it. Yeah. Uh a lot of things just get like you know talked up over the years and it's just like, well, it's known as the best, so I guess it's the best like even after all the years since it's been out, what that's like 40 years. Mm-hmm. Uh it's still like the best. And I don't think that's just, like, nostalgia blindness for people. Like, it's still funny.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, by today's standards. Like, an actual laugh-out-loud kind of movie in a lot of parts, even after multiple watches of mm-hmm. it. You can watch it as many times, and you're still going to laugh. Like, for the parts you remember, and then there will be jokes that you don't remember
1: mm-hmm. that you
0: get to laugh at again. So, like, what specific things do you like about it?
1: Um, I mean, it, it is super funny, And it pretty much is funny, like, you're not even into the movie yet. Like, the credit sequence is funny. Yeah. Um, I think it's... It really blends their sort of brand of absurdism with actually really clever writing really well. Yeah. Um, Like, there's some stuff in the movie that's just ridiculous, and it's funny because it's ridiculous. But there's also some stuff that is... Like, the joke... The, the humor comes from the writing and not just the situation. Yeah. Um, and I like that it's sort of, um, you know, it's a blend of those two distinct styles, but it it's something that they are, I guess, pretty well known for. Right. Um, usually in, like, the Flying Circus skits, they're happening sort of independently. Mm-hmm. Like, there will be one skit that's really funny, like, written... And then there'll be another one that's just ridiculous. And I think this one, it blends those two styles very nicely, I think.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point.
1: Um, I love that because there's only, like, six actors in the main Monty Python. All of them are playing multiple roles. And that's really funny to me. Um, Like,
0: sometimes in the same scene. It's just like, well, he's not standing there when we point back over this way. And it's like, he quote-unquote, should just be out of frame, but it's because he's over here playing a different character. Right.
1: Uh, we just don't
0: happen to see him when the camera turns back around.
1: Yeah. And it took me, like, too long. I think I had seen the movie, like, twice before I was like, oh, that's the same guy. Yeah. Like, it's really... I, I guess I didn't really think about it, because that's not something that happens in movies a lot. Right. Um,
0: but like, it makes you feel like you're actually watching a sketch show? Right. Like, they're going off stage and putting on a different costume. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Um, I love the music in this. Um, There's, like, one kind of stupid musical number, but the rest of it is, like, serious film scoring. Uh, Which, apparently, I guess, like, until... Until the 70s, that wasn't really a thing. You didn't get serious film scores over comedy movies they're always like Mm. fun silly scores interesting but I think it it makes for such a nice contrast because it it makes it feel like the world that they exist in is more serious to them because that's where it's like if it's just a ridiculous wacky world
0: right they can't know they're being silly right in a lot of these situations
1: yeah and so putting the sort of absurdity of what the characters are doing in the actions over this, like, serious, very dark and grim looking sets, usually, mm-hmm. with this serious, like, heavy music, I think is a really fun kind of contrast uh, because it makes it feel like a serious setting. Yeah. And then there's just ridiculous things happening within it. Yes. I like that a lot. And I said it holds up surprisingly well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually think it holds up. Better than a lot of the other Monty Python stuff, um, and I think the fact that it's a period piece actually helps.
0: Yeah, because it's not dated in anything, right. But the the middle Middle Ages, right? Yeah, Middle Ages.
1: Middle. Yep. Um, those are some. I'm sort of like, you know, surface level things. There's a lot of other stuff in there that I think is really funny. Um, the fact that there's like. The strange interjects of, like, uh, you know, the super self-aware narrator, mm-hmm. and then they cut to one scene, and there's, like, a guy filming a documentary, and it's, like, he's yeah. narrating it like it's a documentary. Um, stuff like that, I just think it's really funny. Yes. Okay, what did you like about
0: it? Uh, I agree with, like, everything you said, and I wrote down some of the exact things that you said, Um uh, That it's, like, a blend of both physical and, like, dialogue-level comedy. It's a blend of both smart and silly. Because some things are just the dumbest thing, most absurd thing you can imagine. Mm -hmm. But then there's that bit where he's, like, strange women laying at the bottom of ponds, distributing swords is no basis for government. Like, he's saying really smart things. It's just the situation that makes it. So, like, on that level, that's a really smart joke to make. When you could just be like, what? Um... So yeah, it's a it's a really interesting blend of multiple levels of comedy within the same scene and like between scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the most quotable movies out there. There are a lot of things from this movie you could say to pretty much anyone, and they would know. Yeah, what you were talking about, like, is just a flesh wound. Like, you can you know I mean things like that you can just say and people get you. Um, actors playing multiple characters is cool. Uh, no like missed opportunities to make a joke. In the opening credits, there's like funny subtitles. They were like, "Well, there's room for a joke here, so we gotta make one." Right. So there's really it's wall to wall jokes, like the whole time, pretty much. There's very little like filler, mm-hmm. and even then, like it's funny because he's doing the coconuts, even if they're just riding over the hill. Mm-hmm. It's because they're pretending to be on horses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um,
1: I like to think that that was not written, and then they just like couldn't afford to get horses. I don't know if that's... I think
0: that's funny, but I'm pretty sure it was, like, written that way. I mean,
1: that seems like something they would do. (laughs) Uh,
0: uh, Also, some of the best uses of callbacks I can think of in, like, a comedy. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's, like, two major ones. The swallow thing that happens throughout the whole movie and ends up being, like, sort of the climax of it in a lot of ways. At least right before the climax, it's a huge part of it. Right. When they're at the bridge. Um, And then the thing with, like, the police... Yeah, it being like that's it, it goes breaks the third wall, mm-hmm. fourth wall. Why do I always say it that way? I feel like I've said that before. Breaks the fourth wall at the end, which is great. Um, but that's a callback from earlier mm-hmm. that starts to catch up with the rest of the movie, so it's very funny that way. Um, it has a good plot while being completely plotless at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like they're just wandering around, but they do eventually like get to the plot. They are finding the Grail. Mm-hmm. But while they're doing that, they are sort of just doing random things, but it's funny how they fit it together. It's both, like, a character thing and a plot thing, I think, is is the, the main point that I'm trying to make. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't feel like they just threw stuff that didn't match together. So I think it was well done that way. Um... It's, like, good writing and jokes about something you're already familiar with, sort of the King Arthur story or, like, the medieval kind of time. So mm-hmm. it's lots of jokes about, like, the associations you have with the time period, which mm-hmm. is cool. Um, I can't say anything about it being accurate, but the costumes are good. Like,
1: I, Yeah, I have no idea like I, how like. They're probably historically... not
0: accurate, but, like, they look really good. And when you do, like, a period film, you have to think about all of those things or else it looks like you're half-assing it and it looks bad. Mm-hmm. And that's not the joke that they were going for, that this was, like a dumb satire of it like a bad one they're trying to do a good satire of like medieval things yeah so like from the looks of like costumes and sets and things like that it looks really good Mm -hmm. I think for not being like the highest budget production you've probably ever seen so um that's kind of cool um that being said there are a lot of really cool like well shot moments for just being something that you can tell they just filmed outside somewhere they like picked a forest yeah and shot through it, but there's some really cool like cinematography, like they're shooting around a tree or something. Mm-hmm. Like it's a well framed shot, so that's cool.
1: Um, well, I think that's that's like what I said about the music. Like it's it's done shot really well, yeah. And so it it puts you in like it it makes it. I don't, what am I trying to say? It's a serious framing. It like
0: respects itself as a movie, right? It's not just like, well, it's a comedy, so everything has to be dumb. Yeah. It's like, no, this is a good movie. It just has jokes in it. Right. Yeah. And the only other thing I was gonna mention is I love the attention they put into like background details because there's always somebody's doing something weird in the background and mm-hmm. it's not distracting, it's just funny. Like they're they're walking past and there's a guy just like slapping a river with a big log. <laughs> Or there's the lady that's, like, banging the cat against the there's wall. There's, like,
1: a couple like, scenes where somebody's beating a cat against the wall. They're
0: so mean to cats. Uh, grievance, they're really mean to cats <laughs> in this movie. Not real cats. They're all very obviously fake. Right. But, uh, yeah, that, that was my last, uh, my last point. So what grievances have you? Any? Um,
1: I, I have a, a few sort of nitpicky ones. Yeah. Um. Monty Python has a very specific sense of humor, Mm -hmm. and it is not a universal sense of humor. That is very true. Um,
0: That was my uh, closing remark.
1: Yeah. Not everybody will like it. I think they're one of the more polarizing sort of comedy groups.
0: Like, I know people personally that don't like it.
1: Yeah, they're just like...
0: Sorry, Mom, I know you hate it.
1: They, you know, couldn't sit through... And it's not like... I've known people that are huge fans of comedy and comedy movies... Yeah. ...that just, like, hate Monty <laughs> Python. Or English comedy in general. Yeah. I think is a bit of a different animal to tackle. Yeah. Um, and I think it does... As the movie goes on, it gets slightly less funny. I think they front-loaded a lot of their best jokes.
0: I said exactly that.
1: Yeah, and it's... There comes a point in the movie where I just kind of am like, okay, the rest of the movie isn't as good. Like,
0: all right, we're just, just get just get to the thing. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, it's, a, it's a pretty minor grievance because the front half is so loaded with jokes.
0: It's not that the end is bad, it's just not quite as funny.
1: I think it maybe loses a little steam.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, just because there is a lot of them just sort of wandering around. Yeah. Uh And there's not much new action that happens?
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you have any grievances of which to add?
0: Um, I pretty much agree. I think the, the first half is better than the second half. Um... I know it was made in the 70s, but the sound is, like, all over the place. And, like, I know they were outside and probably doing the best they could, but the music is so loud sometimes, and the the dialogue is so quiet mm-hmm. sometimes. Not that they're happening at the same time. It's, like, there's a, a passage of music that, like, yeah. blasts your ears out. But if you turn it down as soon as they start having a conversation, you have to turn it back up again. That's probably a dumb thing to say, but, like... It was something I noticed while we were watching it. And sometimes they do talk a little fast, and maybe it's the accents that we're not used to, but it was a little yeah. bit hard to understand what they were saying, like, occasionally, but that's kind of a nitpicky thing. Um, if I was going to pick a least favorite storyline, I don't think the Sir Galahad thing is that funny, with, like, the castle full of ladies, and he's like, no, no, I'm pure. Yeah. Like, it's kind of funny, but it's my probably my least favorite part. mm mm-hmm. um, I don't hate it, but it's my least favorite part. Um, other than that, I don't really have that much to say because it is so just packed with good jokes that there's not that much to pick on because that's its main focus, and it it does it pretty well, just about the whole time. Yeah. Um, what kind of rating?
1: Uh, I said overall rating. I said it's an essential classic comedy movie, and I think it is the benchmark uh, of which all other Monty Python things should be measured. Maybe a little unfairly, but I think it's... I mean, it's certainly the best thing that they've done, yeah. in my opinion. Um, I said, like, probably, like, a solid nine.
0: I said, like, a nine and a half. It's, like, hard to pick on it. Yeah. It's hard to find things to grieve about. Um, I don't think it's perfect, but I think it's, like, it's pretty darn close. Yeah. Um,
1: It's just... Yeah. All the little things are what kill me about, like... There's a, there's a bit of a narration interlude, um, and then he he's like, you know, they're it does the sort of classic adventure thing where they're, like, reading from the book. Yeah. And then he turns the page, and it's scene 24, and he's like, <laughs> now on to scene 24. Well, and,
0: like, the gorilla hand, like, grabs the guy right. that's turning the pages. Um, Again, no opportunity missed to make a joke. Right. Within a joke, because they're already doing the storybook thing. Right.
1: But then they mention... Like, the, it's the old man from scene 24, yeah. like, in the movie. Yeah. So it's, like, strangely aware of itself. Yes. Uh, what else? There was something else I was going to mention that always cracks me up. Oh, the holy hand grenade scene.
0: That one's very good.
1: So good. And, again, it's they're taking it super seriously. Like, the One, characters themselves. Five.
0: five. Three sip. Three sip. So good. Yes. Those are very funny. Um, I had something else really smart to say, and now I can't remember what it was. I was going to be a really good comedy critic, and now I don't. Oh. uh, Oh, I remember. It's that, like, the jokes and the comedy of it overall is coming from, like, the whole picture. It's not just funny because, like, a lot of, I think, modern comedy movies especially, they're like, look at this funny situation, but they're not making any jokes about it. They're just saying, like, it's funny because this is happening and this is weird. Mm -hmm. Or, like, look, these people are suffering. It's hilarious because it's not you. Uh, And their whole thing is pretty much the opposite of that. It's like we're making jokes about the situation we set up. We're not just, like, relying on the funny situation to carry everything. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, Or they're not making jokes but not doing anything for the majority of it. So I think it's a really well-balanced movie, and I think they knew what they set out to do, and they accomplished it. Yeah.
1: Also, it's, I think, something that, you know, makes some of the best comedies is that the main character is the straight man. Yeah. Like, thinking about some of the other, like, really quintessential classic comedies, like, a lot of the times the main characters of those aren't really doing anything funny. King Arthur doesn't really do anything funny.
0: Some things. Yeah,
1: but he's not, like... Usually, he's not the funny thing that's happening in the scene.
0: Yeah, he's just, like, he's trying really hard to do, to find the grail. Like, he's the one that's actually trying to do it. Right. And everybody else is, like, making issues for him, but he also doesn't really notice. Yeah. Like, he doesn't acknowledge it, which is what makes him an interesting, like, straight man character. Mm -hmm. Because he's not calling them out, like, why would you do that? Or, like, whatever. He's just like, oh. Right. I guess uh, Sir Robin ran away, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Everyone should watch this. That is the situation review. Good. 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 <coughs> is it is it time for game? Is it a game time? Game? Is it game? Game? Is it game? Time! Is it game? So, uh, we're tired and we got somewhere to be. So, this week we're going to do
1: I mean, you could always take a little nap. I got to uh, I got to go set up and stuff. When do you have to be there? I'm supposed to be there at like 6. Okay.
0: Uh yeah, I'm not going that early. <laughs> um So it's it's time. It's game time and it's trivia time. We're going to do trivia because it's fun and easy and quick and there's no planning involved and we hope that's cool with you. Uh the way that trivia uation, Jeopardy uation Uh, We never named Trivia Bonanza, that that is what we named it. Uh, The way that Trivia Bonanza works is that we go to the website randomtriviagenerator.com, we get quizzes of ten questions each. We
1: generate some random trivia.
0: And uh, we see who gets the most general knowledge slash these categories questions right. Sound like a plan, Superb. Get on the back, Jack. I don't know any of the words to that song.
1: <laughs> Get on the back, Jack.
0: I don't know any of the words that's, to that song.
1: Nope, that's uh, yeah. But
0: Jack is one of the names. I know that for sure. Get on the bus, Gus is one of them. Oh,
1: I thought you were talking about <laughs> uh, no, that Paul Simon Ray Charles song, isn't it? that Ray Charles song.
0: What? I don't know what you're. Hit talking Hit
1: the road, Jack. About don't no. you come back
0: no no that no more, is no, that more no
1: more no more Paul no Simon more. one yes
0: where he's telling all the different guy names to leave
1: yeah right. my my mom used to like quote that song all the time <laughs> and i never knew that it was an actual song oh i spent most of my life just assuming that my parents made up a bunch of stuff
0: <laughs> that's a fair assumption i think as a child so uh hey what do we want to do a couple different um categories this time sure Let's do, general knowledge is good. That's always a good equalizer. Um, I like doing, let's do like history and like entertainment too. Okay. Sound good? Yep. Okay. So we're going to do two rounds unless we need tiebreakers. Sound good? Yep. Good. So uh, I have the phone, so I'm going to ask you first. What is the name of Princess Anne's second husband?
1: I don't even know who Princess Anne is. Well,
0: you better guess a name.
1: Is it, uh, Sir Charles?
0: Timothy Lawrence. Okay. Who played the character of Paul Bratter in the 1967 film Barefoot in the Park?
1: Mmm, I'm not sure.
0: Guess an actor from the 60s. Um,
1: I bet it is Dustin Hoffman.
0: Robert Redford. Oh. I don't think Dustin Hoffman was around that long ago. Yeah, he was. 67?
1: Uh... Yeah, when did the graduate come out? I
0: don't know. It has
1: to be like right about I then. that was
0: like a seventies Oh
1: graduate. Sixty seven.
0: Oh, well I don't know timelines. Uh what soccer team won the Premier League in two thousand four?
1: I don't know what the Premier League is. England? I bet Oh. I bet it was Liverpool.
0: Arsenal. Uh, what are AC Milan, Ajax, and Real Madrid?
1: Um, I bet those are grease cleaners.
0: Well, Ajax is a soap, but in this case they're soccer teams.
1: Okay. What is all the soccer questions?
0: I uh, that's just what you got. Real Madrid, that's who was always playing soccer when you get to, the, like, the sports chapter in the Spanish 1 book. <laughs> it was always, uh, Barcelona versus Real Madrid. Uh, what do sumo wrestlers throw into the ring to purify it before each bout?
1: Um, it's some sort of flower, isn't it?
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: Uh, I bet they are (sighs) lilacs. Salt. Oh.
0: Salt. Give me the salt. Uh, what safety-minded European automaker pioneered side airbags in the 1990s?
1: Uh, was it BMW? Volvo. Nope. Oh.
0: What militant organization was founded in 1966 by Huey Newton and Bobby Seale?
1: Huey Newton and the Lu- the new. And
0: and the Bobby Seals.
1: What was the? I was distracted by Huey Lewis.
0: What militant organization was founded in 1966 by Huey Newton and Bobby Seale? I don't know. Black Panthers.
1: Oh crap.
0: Sorry, I got in a fight at your Black Panther party.
1: The militant word, I was like I thought it was like a military organization.
0: Militant. It's cuz they were uh, rough and tumble. Uh, when did the battle of the plains uh, When did the battle of the plains of Abraham take place? Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: No guess? No. 1759. <laughs> okay. Why didn't you know this? What actor played the role of Dr. Frederick Frankenstein, Frankenstein in the 1974 film Young Frankenstein?
1: Uh Gene Wilder. Yee. Haha.
0: How long is a fortnight?
1: Uh, it's uh 20 days. 2 weeks. Oh. Good try though. I got the 2 right.
0: Uh that's one for you. Wow. Now don't you be messing up the questions. Not this time. good. Do not scroll left to right, only up and <clears> down. <throat>
1: Uh, in 1995, who became the first Asian player to be named Rookie of the Year in Major League Baseball?
0: Baseball, huh? Um, I don't know.
1: Hiedonomo.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: what was the name of Jimmy Nelson's dummy?
0: Uh, uh, Howdy Doody? Farfall the Dog. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, the Great Rock and Roll Swindle is a mockumentary about what band?
0: Swindle. Uh, Millie Vanilli. No. Oh.
1: The Sex Pistols.
0: Oh. Which
1: album won the 2016 Grammy Award for Album of the Year?
0: Which, what did it say? Which band or which, which artist? Which album. Which album? 2016, huh? Yes. Which year was that? Was that Beck?
1: That was 2016, dear.
0: Isn't that what you said?
1: Yeah, I was making a joke because you asked what oh, year it was. well,
0: I can't... Is it back...
1: It was 1989.
0: Oh, Taylor Swift.
1: Yes. How old was Humphrey Bogart when he died in 1957?
0: 51.
1: 57. Ha. Huh. What was the subtitle of the 2005 movie Miss Congeniality 2?
0: Armed and Fabulous? How did
1: you know that?
0: I know these things. What
1: plant is rum made from?
0: Oh I feel like I should know this. Um What plant, huh? What plant, huh? Um Barley
1: Sugar cane.
0: Oh. What
1: two pins are left standing in Bowling's hardest split to pick up? Seven ten. Yes.
0: Seven ten split.
1: What was the title of the 2003 Russell Crowe movie that was subtitled The Far Side of the World?
0: 2003, you said? Yes. Russell Crowe movie. Far Side of the World. Well. Gladiator's the one I know.
1: Master and Commander.
0: I've never heard of that.
1: Which pioneer of modern nursing had a cat named Bismarck?
0: Pioneer of modern nursing? Florence Nightingale. Yes. Yeah! I'm doing so good. I look so good. Okay, uh, it's one to three, round two. Are we ready to go? Is your thinking cap securely fastened? No, I'm sleepy. What Beatles title character wears a face that she keeps in a jar by the door?
1: Eleanor Rigby?
0: Bonus points, who is it for?
1: All the lonely people?
0: (laughs) You don't get a bonus point. What? (laughs) That's too easy. In Japanese, what kind of common fish is Maguro? A koi. Tuna. Who was the first U.S. president to proclaim a nationwide Thanksgiving Day celebration?
1: Um, I bet it was Woodrow Wilson
0: was George Washington. Oh. George Washing Machine. Uh, In what film does Tom Hanks play a character named Sherman McCoy?
1: Mm. Tom Hanks, Sherman McCoy, Dragnet.
0: The Bonfire of the Vanities.
1: I've never heard heard of that. that.
0: (laughs) What military legend was nicknamed Old Fuss and Feathers?
1: um was that George Patton?
0: Winfield Scott. Okay. What year did Alfred Hitchcock release his first American-made film?
1: I bet it was 1953.
0: 40. Oh, 1940. According to the 1940s jingle, after what two men after what two men pitched, did Boston Braves fans pray for rain?
1: I have no. It's, uh, it's two I've last names. No idea.
0: Uh, Span and Sane. Spawn and Sane. Okay. Uh, what color is the car that Starsky drives in the TV show Starsky and Hutch? It's red. Yes. Aha! What sports lingo uses the term "button hook"?
1: Button hook. Mm-hmm. Sports lingo. What sport? Uh, rugby.
0: Football. Oh. I assume American. Uh, what is the NATO phonetic alphabet word for Y?
1: Um, Yankee.
0: Yes. Thanks, Wilco.
1: Thanks, Wilco.
0: How many did you get that time? Three? I got three. Very good. Uh... Well, I had more rounds. What are you doing? I thought I had another. we well, will just have to make another round for me.
1: I'm sorry, who messed up the
0: thing this time? Well, no, I think my phone's doing a thing. Oh. But that's all right. We'll just make another one. Weep. Beep. Here you go.
1: All right. All right. As long as I
0: get more than one, I still win. Right?
1: <gasps> what, TV, uh, what TV evangelist was sent to prison for defrauding followers of his PTL ministry out of 158 million?
0: Joel Osteen.
1: Jim Baker.
0: It's the only TV evangelist I know.
1: What did the letters in the name of the cable network HBO originally stand for?
0: Home... HBO? Home Broadcasting...
1: uh, Output. I don't know what the O is. Home Box Office. Oh. What city was Martin Luther King killed in?
0: Uh That is a good question. Atlanta.
1: Memphis. Ah. <sighs> what is the fear of lice called?
0: <laughs> pantaphobia? Do you have pantaphobia, Charlie Brown?
1: Pediculophobia.
0: Okay.
1: What food item? I uh, mm, ah, mm, ah, mm, oh, oh. what food item shares its name with Brad and Janet's hospitable host in the Rocky Horror Picture Show?
0: frankenfurter frankfurter his name is dr frankenfurter
1: frankfurter yes in bowling what would you score what would your score be if you bowled 11 strikes and a six
0: (laughs) if you get a perfect game it's 300 so how many i don't i can't do that math just just give me just
1: 296 okay (laughs) What type of drum has vibrating wires across its bottom?
0: A snare drum? Yes. Oh, okay. A, that felt like a trick question. I don't know why.
1: What fashion brand was co-founded by artist Bono? Uh,
0: it's called U2 by U2. E. Dunn. Okay.
1: What actress was a regular on both Dynasty and T.J. Hooker at the same time? I have no idea. Heather Locklear. okay. What year did the Gambia gain its independence from the United Kingdom?
0: What year did what?
1: The Gambia... Oh. ...gain its independence from the United Kingdom?
0: 1983. 65. Okay. I win by one. Ivy wins. I win! It's because I know Miss Congeniality's tagline for some reason. (laughs) Miscongeniality Congeniality 2, even, that I've never seen. I just knew that. And I can't explain to you why. But I knew that. Uh, good game. Close game. We almost did it. We almost tied. Teamwork. It's all teamwork, except for I won.
1: <laughs> it's all teamwork, except for not really at except all. Except you
0: lose. Uh... So, hey, that's the show, and thanks for hanging out with us. Matt has a kink in his neck, so we got to get out of here.
1: It hurts real bad. Uh,
0: Thanks for listening. I I hope you knew more trivia questions than we did and did that really simple math I couldn't do in my head under pressure. And uh, thanks for tuning in. We have new episodes every Monday, so come on back to wherever you're listening to this, and we'll have another one next week. Um, You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Or follow us on social media to get those. Or look around on Shout Engine if it's working at the time. Because sometimes it's just not, but I don't know what else to do. Uh, send us any questions or suggestions you have for us. We'll answer things or we'll uh, potentially review or do a game that you tell us to do. Because we like audience participation. Um, if you have a second, head over to iTunes and like, give us a good rating. Because that means that more people could potentially find our show. Uh, thanks to everybody who has before. We used to push this, and we haven't said it in a while. So if you haven't, uh, go go find us on iTunes and give us five stars because we love you and you love us. Hopefully. Uh, we're a happy family, the Barney song. Uh, thanks again, and we'll see you later. Goodbye. Goodbye.